Shalom Aleichem. We are um, we're discussing tonight invalid witnesses at a wedding. And it's based on a tshuva responsum of Rav Avad Yosef, the, the Rishon Letzion, the chief rabbi and the great, great, great uh, posseik of our, of our generation. Um, the, uh, and and I, I just want to share that I'm, I'm at a wedding, meaning I, uh, I came to a wedding. I'll be going back to a wedding, and I and I and I came out to 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 share this year. Now, um, the the story is an interesting soap opera like story. Uh, so the even the Shila itself is a long thing. Uh, of course, is an extremely this is a chuva. This is a response from Rab Yabia Omer. Rav Ovadia wrote two kinds of of chuvas, two kinds of response. One is his Yabia Omer, which are long worked out uh, shalos and chuvas, and the other is Yechavadas, where he Yechavadat, where he which were which were transcripts of his weekly radio show, which was a halachic, which were halachic topics, but. Um, but there, the material is a little more accessible. This is from Yabia Omer. Now, so uh, we, most of the tshuva we're not doing, uh, but we will get the tamtzit, we'll get the core, the, the essence of the tshuva, Bezrat Hashem. Now, here's the, here's the original tshuva, the way it looks um, from the, uh, from the responsive project. And uh, it's it's like ten pages or something like that. Here's the case. Uh, this is like like a a shorthand of the case. The uncle living with a non-Jewish woman, husband taken away to jail by the Swiss government, uh, and uh, certainly interesting that it is uh, as um, as we have somebody from Switzerland here uh, uh, online with us. Woman married in a reform ceremony and a Balchuva son. Okay, without further ado. Ravavadya wrote this chuva. Uh, just note the interesting things. He has a lot of things that he he has very colorful language and he adds a lot of beautiful things. So for instance, uh the year he gives you the gematria of the year with a with a beautiful uh Mikoterat Bor Lavana um alluding to the incense. Now the Rav of, of, of Switzerland. Uh, is that a familiar name? Uh, Joachim. You're from, you're from uh, Zurich, but this is quite a while back. This is Tavshin Memtet. That's 1989, if I got it right. Okay, I don't know if we're here. Now, um, here's the question. Haish Freddy Fichman, that's his name, Freddy Pichman, Frick Fichman, Vaisha Shoshana Burholtz, Meir Zurich from the city of Zurich. Nisube Eretz Israel, Biom Echad Adar Aleph, Tafshin Yadzain, Beir Herzaliah. They got married in Herzaliah on the first of Adar. Ayyadeh Rabdamata de Azarab Fishmanzal. Now, Echad Meide Akadushin, one of the witnesses, Ayamar Tzvi Levov. Now lives in Pardes Chana. Dodo Ach Imo Shelachatan Freddy Fichman. He's the uncle, the brother of the mother of the Chassan, Freddy Fichman. At the time that he that he testified on the on the at this wedding, so he was actually living with a with a Gentile woman. 
They had no connection to Judaism. It was living in Israel. These two rabbis came to visit him. And they confirmed that he was the he was the witness at this wedding. Again, the question is being asked much later, and the wedding took place a long, a long time earlier. So they confirmed that this this Tzvi Levov was the was the witness, and he was a witness at for the kedushin and the ksuva. Shalfredi v'shoshana, v'sheachinu achim Freddy Fichman, and he's also the brother of the mother. He's the uncle of Freddy Fichman. Gama bal Freddy Fichman eichadodo achim ohayachad mei kedushin. Meaning, this is even the husband says so. Meaning, there's no question that this is the this is the person. Here's the way he's related. Here's the chasan, his mother's brother. Now. This is a close relationship. And uh, this close of a relationship, uh, we'll find out, was not so pushed to be a witness. Who is the second witness? It was the, the father's cousin, the, the father of the Kala's cousin. He was less close of a relationship. Shoshana Berlholtz's father's brother could have been sister but he doesn't say that but the the child meaning it's the cousin of this Shoshana Berholtz now in it was it was it was the the wedding took place in the house of this family Kalev none of them are 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 what we would call observant uh, and and they don't uh, they don't keep the the, the Shabbos laws. Milvad are fishmen, The father and brother of the Balabais. She is the aunt, meaning the the aunt of the Kala, the sister of the brother of the Kala. Okay. Now. The story, the plot thickens. A number of months after the wedding, he was taken by the Swiss police to jail for a theft that he did before he got married. And the and the 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 ruling was was made by the court in Zurich. Just a moment. In a moment, they'll join. Just a moment. Just 
just a moment. Excuse me for the delay. So he's trying to get in and not successful. Okay, we'll continue and, and hopefully it'll work out. Uh, a number of months after the wedding, so he was taken by the Swiss police for a theft that he did before the wedding. And the court had already ruled about this theft before the wedding. And the only thing that happened after the wedding was the, was the actual incarceration, but everything was set beforehand. Just going to send a message to Joachim to try to uh, to try to enter without any. Uh, just a moment. Be ready in a second. Sending a message. Okay, hopefully that'll work. Um, so, so now the woman went back to her father's house in Zurich and they did not live as husband and wife together, according to both of their, uh, testimonies. The woman was pregnant with the child at that point, And, and she actually had a, had a, uh, a girl in, in Tavshin Yudchet, Tevet of Tavshin Yudchet, that's 1958. Okay. The um, now the the woman would not have agreed to marry such a fellow, and in fact, the Swiss government revoked their their marriage. Um, he was a person who had a a a criminal record that she did not know about. And the court in Zurich uh, 
canceled their marriage, annulled their marriage, Freddie and Shoshana, without requiring a, a Swiss divorce document uh, based on their law. And and this is based on the fact that it was uh, it was what we would call in halacha mekartos that this was uh, a marriage based under false based on false pretenses. Uh, for instance, let's say you want to buy a certain product and you end up getting a different product than you than you originally thought that you were getting. So um, so it's a mekartos. It's a sale based on without that. It's a sale without without uh, knowledge. She knew that her husband was a thief. That he was going to get thrown in jail. She would not have married him. True, the husband appealed this. The 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 uh, the high court in in Zurich uh, affirmed this ruling. Now the plot thickens one more time. Beyond Yudbet Kislin Tufshid Yudtet, that's that's a year later in 1959. She got married to another man, Ayde Rav Reformi, through a reform rabbi. Without receiving a divorce from the first husband, according to the law of Moses in Israel, as we say. She had three children from this uh, second marriage, second marriage in quotation marks. Two boys and a girl. Okay. Now the Shaila. How is this getting, where, where's the Shaila yet? Where's the Shaila? Up until now, we've heard a story. And we have not heard a halacha question asked. Now comes the, the halacha questions. Echad mi'abanim shu one of the child who is really trying to is returning in tshuva. He's trying to uh, serve Hashem as a as a as a Jew, keeping the keeping Torah and mitzvahs. He he came with this question. Do he and his siblings have the ability, according to the halacha, to join the congregation of Israel? Now, what's the issue? Well. Technically, if a a uh, woman was married, then she had relations with another man. But she had, let's say, she had relations with that other man, and that other man was was somebody that she met and got married in a reform ceremony. But she was previously married and never divorced. So everything on the one hand looks like a Looks like a new wedding, but but if if it, if if a woman let's say was was married a hundred percent in a in a hundred percent kosher wedding, and uh, and then she never got a divorce, but she separated or she got a civil divorce or something like that, and then a couple years later she married a new guy, and everybody looks at this as a as a situation of a second marriage. Thank God she's getting on with her life, whatever you say. But halachically, it's just adultery because she was married to a man. She never got divorced from him. And now she's having relations with another man. True, she went through a marriage ceremony. True, there was a secular divorce. But uh, those those would be not 
binding halakhically. She still has issues. She still has has um, a a husband wife relationship with the man that she married when in a in a hundred percent halachic ceremony. So now, what's going to be with this couple? So now, in these kinds of shilas, they check a number of things. Number one, was the original marriage valid? What are the issues? Were the witnesses valid? Was the marriage under false pretenses? Is the second marriage therefore adultery? And then the son considered halakhically a mamzer, and then he would not be able to marry anybody but a mamzer, or or a gioris would be would be possible, but then his children would be mamzerim, etc. 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 So now what 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 sometimes happens in these kinds of cases is they were able to research the original marriage and determine that it really was not a marriage. Now, they, they, they must, these are very heavy shilas because if they're wrong and she's really married and then not divorced and then having and then marrying a new person. So she's she's committing adultery. And again, she might not be asking the Shiloh, but the son who is asking the Shiloh wants to know if he can marry a a uh, a, a Basisrael, a normal uh, Jewish woman. Well, well, it is a, a Mamzerus Shiloh. It's a very it's a, a very serious uh, halachic issue. Okay, so what did Ravavadia? discuss here. Number one is his uncle an invalid witness. Well, let's remember uh, Uncle Tzvi was the Hassan's mother's brother. Well, that's a close relationship. So uh, one of the witnesses, this Tzvi Levav, was the was the brother of the mother of the of the of the husband. And that was verified. The husband said so. The aide said so. The the two fellows came and visited him, and and uh, and he 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 said all of this uh, before three rabbanim in Pardes Chana. So, plus he was married to a Gentile woman at the time and had no connection to Judaism. Now, well, if he's a puzzle. Therefore, he's invalid for testimony. If somebody is too close of a relationship, so he's invalid. And an uncle is a very close relationship and invalid. If somebody is not keeping Torah and mitzvahs, and this is a very, uh, uh, seems to be an extreme case of somebody not doing it. He's not even married to a Jewish woman. He's not keeping Torah and mitzvahs. So everything seems to point at the fact that He's an invalid witness. Now, um, there is a whole discussion about what's the status of a mother's relative as opposed to a husband's rel- a father's relative. And there is a long list of postgame, gaonim. Uh, Rav Shri Rigon, Rav Haigon, the Rif, the Ramban, the Rashba, Rav Shmuel ben Chofnigon, the Ravon, Rabbeinu Tam, 
just had a year site on Dalatamas, Rashbats, Rivash, and other post game, they all hold that uh, relatives of the mother are are invalid and they are Psule Torah. Oh, okay, we're back. Um, Uh, just to a quick synopsis, once again, the case was a couple was married. There were two witnesses. One was an uncle, mother's brother, who was living with a non-Jewish woman at the time. And uh, and uh, the other was, was Stama cousin. Um, the couple, uh, after getting married, uh, so... So she gave birth to a daughter, but before she gave birth to that daughter in, in 1958, so the husband was taken away uh, to jail for a theft that he did before the wedding. And everything was set before the wedding by the courts in Zurich. And the, the Swiss uh, courts declared the marriage null and void because it was under false pretenses. Uh, then she remarried in a reform ceremony and uh, and had three children. And the son of that second marriage, and again, marriage in quotation marks, is is asking, can he marry a woman or is he a mamzer? Does he have the, the halachic status of a mamzer? Now, mamzer is classified as the product of an adulterous or incestuous relationship. So, so if the woman was 100% married, but not divorced, then had relations with another man, even if it was in a, in some kind of a marriage, marriage ceremony, and even if she was monogamous with one man, then monogamous with another man, but at the end of the day, she's keep she's, she's, she's having an adulterous relationship and the child is, is considered a mamzer. So Ravavadya was asked, can he marry, is this child a, a mamzer or can he remarry uh, uh, a normal Jewish woman? So step number one, was that original marriage a marriage? Well, one of the witnesses was invalid on two counts. Number one, he was a close relative. Number two, he was not keeping the, the Torah. And both are good reasons to be invalid. Now there is a discussion, and and uh, whether relatives of the mother are biblically considered uh, 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 invalid relations, and uh, it turns out that a long list of poskim all say that that they are biblically invalid, and it is the Rambam who argues. But even though he's the Ramba, but 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 we don't pass him like him on this issue when he is a, a lone voice against everybody else. Now, by the way, this is not the these are these are exact quotes from the chuva, but but these are excerpts from the chuva. The chuva is a long chuva. There's long discussions about about some of the topics that are involved, and I'm picking out the the core issues. 
He's married to a non-Jewish woman. Living He's doing a, a prohibition that, that has malchus attached to it in a, in a standard situation. Wait a second. What about the other witnesses? Didn't we say that there were two people there that were kosher witnesses? The rabbi, Rabbi Fishman, and the, and the balabai is the one that was hosting the wedding. So, but they set these two witnesses aside specifically to be the wedding, to be the witnesses. They set this particular to be the witness. So there's two negative things here, which is he's a relative and he is um, uh, uh, invalid because of, of, of Torah observance. Doesn't have any connection to Judaism. We say that when a group of witnesses, when a cat, when a when a when a uh, um, a set of witnesses are partially uh, negated, partially declared invalid, so the, so we throw out the case. Um, and the Kamosh Katav Mahri that's the approach of the Marival That if somebody sets aside invalid witnesses, in parentheses, even though there are other valid witnesses at the wedding, but if he set those aside to be his witnesses, he just designated them to be his witnesses. So the Kedushin, we don't say that the kosher ones that were also there, Fishman, that other, uh, I, I think he was distant enough, the other relative, uh, they will not make the Kiddushin a good Kiddushin. Now, that's part of why that was a long tshuva, because he, he, he thrashed out every side of that topic. Now, wait a second. Were they married? The husband was a criminal, unbeknownst to her. Before he married this woman, when he was when he was caught and he was handed over and he was put in jail, the woman claims that if she had known that her husband was a criminal and 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 was already convicted, she would never have married him. And according to him, to her, it was a mechak ta'ud. It was a mistaken. It was a marriage under false pretenses. And because of that, that's why the Swiss government uh, annulled the marriage or, or, or uh, canceled the marriage. The marriage. So this is actually even halakhically a good a good svara because because he's a person who she can't trust. Whatever he says, she would not be able to rely on. If she was married to him, even if right now she he loves her. Who says maybe he'll just drop her one day and run after some other woman? It is, it is, it is a, it is a suffix kiddushin. It's only a suffix kiddushin. Meaning, this is definitely if we would just look at the at the issue of of um, of was it a marriage under free, free under false pretenses? At best, it's a doubtful marriage. With a second doubt about the witness, so then 
so then it's a it's a doubled out and therefore lenient. Kedushin is very difficult. It was made by designating uh, a clearly invalid witness with another witness who was kosher. But we say if one of them was found to be invalid, so their their testimony is 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 canceled, and and then we can add. In addition, additionally, I mean that itself is 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 pretty is pretty clear. Uh, though again, it's a long tshuva, and he had to determine that that's really the case. But we can add to that the fact that it's a mekartot, that it's a marriage under false pretenses. So his conclusion is maskana de dina baha slikna. We come up with this conclusion. We're going down with this. He's matir. He permits this uh, son who is asking the Shaila. Shuben Torah. He is a, a, a Torah observant person. He's a, he's a Ben Torah. To marry a, a, so to speak, quotation marks, normal Jewish woman, not specifically a Mamzer or a, or a, um, or a Gioris. His children will not be considered Mamzerim. He can marry a woman. The, uh, to the laws as well as we say, vi ratzon, and the the will should be a what a what a bracha for this couple. She is not by it. Neman Israel, they should merit to he should merit to build a a trustworthy house in Israel. Baruch Israel Saba in the in the spirit of 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 Yaakov Avinu Israel Saba, the our grandfather Israel Ben Nachas of Shalvah Hashkei to Vavetach with 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 calm, with serenity, with quiet, and with trust. Ovadia Yosef. That's the tshuva. So we are, uh, we are, uh, we 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 experience a classic, a classic example of a of a of a shaila of mamzerus, where we went back to the original uh, marriage, and and we determined because the facts were that we can't just say this, but the facts were that that original marriage was was uh, uh not a marriage one of the witnesses was clearly invalid for two reasons therefore the the because he was designated the the marriage was not a marriage because one of the essential elements of a jewish marriage is that there be two witnesses the two witnesses two kosher witnesses are there not just in order to testify that they were married but they're there so that the marriage should be valid. Without those witnesses, the marriage is not valid. These are not just witnesses to prove something. They're witnesses that are essential for the halachic event taking place. Besides that, one of the other conditions of a marriage is that there be dot, that there be intent, both by the husband and the wife. And if there was something that came up in the wedding, uh, in the marriage, that was uh, something that they clearly would not have agreed to get married if this was the case. So therefore, the marriage was under false pretenses. That, so that was the second element to this. And he puts the two together and the couple is, and the couple is, uh, uh, this woman was never married in the first place. She never committed adultery. Her child is therefore not a mom, sir. 